Welcome back, everybody, to a brand new episode of the Movies and Brews podcast, where we talk movies and we drink some brews. I'm Jordan. Streaming through the screen here is Daniel. Hello, hello. Just trying to think of a good porn star name for you, and I just couldn't. Oh, mine's Lieutenant Dan. Oh, Lieutenant Dan. That's my porn name. <laughs> it's a good one. <laughs> All right, so today we are talking the brand new film X. So sit back, relax, grab a drink, and don't go in that pond. Cheers. Cheers. Okay, so I got a new collaboration brew here. Right, hear that? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. It's by Fort George. I think Rubens. And shit, not grains of wrath. Shit doesn't say it on the can well so it's a crawler and all they wrote on it was dream team that's it <laughs> so yeah otherwise anyway it's a uh trifecta here and uh yeah i already had one earlier and it's really good very nice i have uh sky was it sky yeah sky Kraken hazy ipa from fremont always delicious oh good good yeah that is a good one Mm. Yeah, this is a little hazy IPA and it, it's delicious. I like it. They did a good job. Rubens Brews Fort George and the and Great Notion. That's what it was. Yeah. Great Notion. That's right. There you go. Dream Team Hazy IPA. Dream Team Hazy. It's a good one. I like it. You should, yeah, you'll have to try one. Keep an eye out for it. What's that? I said keep an eye out for it. It sounds good. Yeah, yeah. All right, well, let's get into things here. Let's start with some movie news. What do you have for movie news this week? Not a whole lot. A couple things are Batman crosses 600 million worldwide box office, which is good. Heck yeah. what, two weeks? Two weeks? It's coming up. Weeks. How many weekends? Three weekends now? I think three weekends now. So it's on the way. Like, yeah, it's doing pretty well. 600 million worldwide. It's in the green, which is awesome. Well, yeah, definitely in the green for sure. I don't know. I'm like, well, it's been a few weeks, but I'm like, I don't know when they might be releasing on HBO Max, if they're going to keep it in theaters for I've longer. Heard 45 days. So, well, that's the minimum. It's not guaranteed to go onto HBO Max within that time. Oh, okay. I thought it was guaranteed like in 45 days it'll be on HBO Max. I mean, especially for a big box F. So I don't know how long it. I mean, it's been doing pretty well. There's nothing in the immediate future that I think will dethrone it. Mm. So Morbius is going to dethrone the Batman? No. So it's Morbius. Every time, Jordan, it's Morbius. <laughs> I said Morbius. Did you? I'm pretty sure you said Morpheus again. No. But yeah, so 600 million boxes. I'm like, oh, that's pretty good. I'm like, it's pretty solid. I'm like, I don't know. I'm still like curious if it's going to reach that 1 billion mark. I have no idea, but it's seemingly more likely. So, I think so. I think it will. We'll see. We'll see. I think there's still some markets that hasn't opened up in yet, but yeah, I think worldwide we'll get a billion. Well, we'll see. Yeah, it's not going to catch up to Spider-Man, but you know, it's still, I get the three hour thing is, I think what's holding it back. I yeah. still haven't seen it again, but I definitely intend to. Same. 
and then the other thing that I had, because there wasn't a lot this week, I scanned, I scanned for a lot, but I couldn't find much. But the Godzilla versus King Kong sequel starts filming this year, apparently, because I thought that was the last one and they were kind of done with their monster verse. But I guess they're going to keep it going. Oh, okay. Which is cool. Well, are they going to listen to the fans and get straight to the monster shit? Or are we going to have to go through more human drama? I imagine we're going to go through more human drama. If they're making a TV show, that's more human drama with monster shit. So, you know, it's, we'll see. I'm willing to go see them for the action itself. Like I said, they're fun. They're stupid, but they're fun. I'll see it, but I'm in for more monster movies. Too long for what they are. Yeah. I want to, I want to see theatrical super cuts of these movies where it's just monster fighting. That would be the ticket. That'd be awesome. But that's all I had for movie news. Couldn't find a lot this week. Yeah, that's okay. Some weeks are slower than others. And yeah, I think we no new trailers. I mean, we had some pretty big ones last week with Obi Wan and um, Marvel. No, oh, Miss Marvel. Miss Marvel. Yeah, I know. I mean, but people, people are like clamoring. They think that the Thor: Love and Thunder trailer is coming soon because the movie's oh, coming relatively soon. That'd be cool. So, you think they'll show see. before we get Doctor Strange in theaters? Uh, for, for sure it'll debut with Doctor Strange in theaters. You would think so, but even like what what was the movie that came before Spider-Man No Way Home? Oh, uh Eternals? Yeah, because we thought we were gonna get it at the Eternals premiere and we didn't. So we'll see. We'll see. But yeah, I'm I'm excited to see the trailer. I'm like interested in that movie. Not as interested as I am in seeing Multiverse of Madness. I'm still very excited to see that one. Yeah, we know, but both. we'll see. We'll probably have it hopefully by the time I was good premiering with Doctor Strange. Nice. They also trip. announced that apparently <laughs> Avatar Two sneak like teaser is going to be in front of Doctor Strange. Really? Which that's just a rumor. No one's confirmed it, but I'm just like okay. I mean- Avatar 2 hit coming out is see it. I have to see it to believe it kind of stuff at this point, but I'm curious. Very curious. Like Matrix. Maybe a morbid curiosity. Like I'll I'll maybe watch a second one. Like, okay, let's see what they do with this after so long. But if they keep popping them after if they see the second one, I'm like, okay, I'm good. And they keep popping them out, I'll probably just tap out of them. Same here, but I'm so curious where they go with the second one. I mean, it was the same thing with Matrix 4 just curiosity more than anything else yeah we'll see what happens, we though. yeah we'll see we'll see that's about yeah that's all i got though still waiting on tron 3 yeah well i wish same here because i love that movie or both those movies yeah they're great they're both great all right, you got anything else you saw this week that you want to share with anybody? Something? No, I somewhere? got nothing. More books. Uh, I got something. I meant to share this last week, and I forgot to. I watched the first episode of Winning Time, The Rise of the Laker Dynasty. And I got to say, so far, off to a good start. I'm really liking John C. Riley so far. He's great. Uh, I can't remember the actor's name, but the guy that plays Magic Johnson, he's also great. Uh, yeah, but so far, I, get, I haven't gone back for more episodes yet. I think there's like two available at the moment, but I'm liking it. It's enjoyable. There might be three by the time this airs, but yeah, so far, I'm liking it. 
That's good. It looked like a show that you would definitely enjoy. It's fun. It's funny. I don't know. I'm having a good time so far. Sweet. Yeah, it looks like there are three episodes out now. Oh, perfect. Yeah, I'll have to watch a couple more tonight, maybe. But yeah, good stuff. All right. Well, yeah, I think that's all I had for other stuff. But yeah, on H- stream on HBO Max, check out Winning Time. I've also just been watching some more 70 show. I just finished season one last night. Nice. <laughs> Started season two. First episode of season two is where the uh, Hyde makes his special brownies and the parents get high in the garage. <laughs> classic classic episode (laughs) uh love it all right well let's move on here and let's talk our main movie on tap let's get into x so x written directed by ty west with a music score by Tyler Bates and Chelsea Wolf, starring Mia Goth, Jenna Ortega, or excuse me, Ortega, Brittany Snow, Kid Cutie, Martin Henderson, Owen Campbell, and Stephen Year. Set in 1979, a group of young filmmakers set out to make an adult film in rural Texas, but when their elderly hosts catch them in the act, the cast find themselves fighting for their lives. Uh, do you want to go first or do you want me to go first? Uh, I'll go first. Because, yeah, this is just something that I saw somebody talk about on, like, film TikTok. And I'm like, oh, that sounds interesting. You know, I wouldn't have, it wouldn't have popped up on my radar because, you know, it has an innocuous name of X. You know, but someone's like, I really, someone who really likes A24 was talking about it. Saw it at, like, some film festival recently. I'm like, oh, okay, the premise sounds interesting you know we decided on that and also i'd like to say like a24 from like just the like watching it like seems to be one of the like best at self-promoting like you went and saw an a24 film i think just about every trailer except for maybe one or two in front of the movie was all different a24 films yes you know i saw some that more studios don't do that i saw some that i had not seen before that were very interesting you know so I'm like, good for them to actually promote their own movies. I mean, I don't even know to, what to call A24 is like a small, more boutique studio, like kind of. They make more like auteur horror, I guess is what I'm going to call it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but um, I still need to see Tragedy and Macbeth. That was them as well. Oh, yeah. Same with uh, Green Knight. I heard good things about that. They oh, were behind, I wanted to see, I wanted to say Green Knight too. They are also behind Val, that documentary that's on um Hulu, I think. Prime. It was Prime. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. But yeah. But yeah, but, so but we going love, in. Uh, okay, say real quick, but yeah, we I mean we were huge fans of their uncut gems, or at least I remember at least I was. I think I remember you being. The movie, I just remember the movie being really intense. <laughs> yeah. And then and we both like kick kid 90 as well, too yeah but yeah i mean they're, they've kind of developed a name to where i'm like oh 824 i'll see that yeah so you know like i was just kind of interested i'm like okay an interesting like more like horror movie i mean i like horror movies um so and the premise sounded interesting like oh 
takes place in the 70s like group of like student essentially like young filmmakers like making like um a smut film or adult film in the middle of texas and i'm like interesting setup for a horror movie like and i didn't really i heard it was kind of slasher but we can get into that later but so i was interested the plot sounded good and honestly like watching it i'm like i enjoyed the film and by the last act like after the last act finished i was just like what the fuck like holy shit like that was that was definitely one i'm not gonna forget anytime soon and i've thought about this movie almost every day since i saw it on saturday so i'm like well if it sticks with you whether you like it or not so i'm like that's a at least it's the mark of powerful filmmaking and this movie made me uncomfortable which you know i either i i love fun excuse me I love fun horror, but also I'm like, if horror can also just, is one of those genres that they can just make you feel uncomfortable and it's okay. Like, damn, there are parts of this movie and I'm just like, okay, I guess this is happening now. Fuck. Uh, <laughs> but overall, it was very, had a definitely very interesting experience. I don't know if I'll go see it again in theaters, but I definitely will probably pick this one up when it comes out. Okay. Yeah, so for, as for me, I hadn't even heard of this film till Daniel here mentioned it last week. He talked about it last week briefly. I looked it up, read the synopsis of it, and then watched maybe 30 seconds of the trailer and then turned it off because I just didn't want them to give too much away. But yeah, reading the synopsis, 30 seconds of the trailer, I was in. I was like, all right, that sounds fun. Let, let's check it out. A24, can't go wrong with them. I sit down and watch this and oh my gosh, I had a blast i had such a good time with my buddy tyler we went to a showing last night and we just had a good time <laughs> this movie was just so nuts on so many levels but just in the good all the sense the good way like daniel's saying like it made you so uncomfortable at certain parts but yeah it, oh my god it, it was so enjoyable though and there's just so many like i laughed out loud a lot there's just parts where like had just having all these reactions to it like oh damn. and maybe part of it is i don't watch horror films all that often so i'm not um what's the word not, not sedated well i guess maybe sedated is the word i'm looking for not sedated to it at all so i can You're still enjoy stuff. desensitized desensitized it. yeah yeah i not desensitized so i can still enjoy stuff yeah like and that. also or, or some of it's still like oh Oh shit. Like I can still have reactions like that when I just don't see it all that often. I mean this plus good. Oh sorry, go ahead. Well, I was to say, if anything, this kind of reminded me of the intensity of a uh, green room. Remember that one with Patrick Stewart we saw a few years ago? That was also a very intense. Kind of reminded me of the intensity of that a little bit. Yeah. I could see that. Felt a lot like really raw at times, <laughs> just like that movie did. Yes, absolutely. But yeah, I had a good time. Thought the cast was great. <laughs> the matthew mcconaughey guy who um i know i kept thinking i'm like why didn't they just Wayne? put matthew mcconaughey in this because that's exactly what he's doing well it was, i guess my whole thought with that i was like well we can't afford matthew mcconaughey so we'll hire this guy and just his notes will be all right be as matthew mcconaughey as you can be i mean and it worked i really <laughs> it did, it totally did. Wayne, <sighs> he made me laugh a lot but man, what a crazy movie, though. And I just, it, yeah. 
I, I didn't know where things were going exactly, but I was along for the ride and I loved it till the very end. Yeah. So yeah, as far as like just general thoughts, yeah, I had a good time and I would recommend this. Yeah, I might even see this again in theaters. We'll see. Yeah. Well, Jordan, like I said, the and we've talked about this when you watch like Scream by yourself. Horror is best with a friend. So it's good that you saw it with somebody. I didn't. But oh, I, absolutely. You know, it's it's better because you can just look at you like, holy fuck. You're like, oh, like it's just, it's always better with a friend. You can laugh together. You can be like, holy shit, that was fucking crazy. Or, you know, get scared. It's it's always better to have a, <laughs> have a horror partner when you're watching movies. I think so. so. Good you went with somebody because it just makes it that much more enjoyable. Oh, it's so funny. These this couple came down like 20 minutes after the movie started. This couple comes and sits down next to us. And then I think one of them got up and left. And then all of a sudden the other one gets like a phone call. And I could hear in the phone, wrong movie. <laughs> so they sat down 20 minutes in. And we're like, what the fuck is this? This ain't Batman. <laughs> what were you yeah? What were they thinking there? I don't know. <laughs> it was so funny though. But yeah, man, man, did I have a good time though? Um Trying, you know, to of, trying to think of some things we can talk about before we get into spoilers well, here. well okay a couple of things i went to 11 a.m showing on saturday there were five other people or six other people which was very weird because it you know no judgment i was just a bit surprised because of the the uh subject matter i guess of the entire movie and the base of the entire movie because there were two couples in the movie that were like I'm ballparking it around 50 or 60. And I'm like, interesting, interesting. And none of them like seemed to be phased by anything that was happening on the screen. So I'm like, hmm, check my little biases, I guess. You know, like, interesting. I mean, like, cool. Glad they're enjoying it. And then I had a couple asshole teenagers in the back behind me. And they were very obnoxious. But worst. Well, it was the worst because like, during some of the you know we'll talk about it later but like when there's other things besides you know like hot girls on the screen they're like oh fucking gross <laughs> you know and also because it's about you know you get the subject matter you get you get boobs but you also get the dick in the movie and when at there least is a good outline shadow of it <laughs> at least a good outline you see it swinging but when that happened these kids were like oh fucking gross and i'm like wait you never look down in the shower like just a dick bro you came to a rated r movie about porn thought you're just gonna see boobs no you got it all funny. so i just thought that was kind of funny but i'm like that's what it was me a couple teenagers and like two older couples i'm like interesting but everybody seemed to be enjoying it yeah this theater is more set up it's not an xd theater but it's more set up like xd with the lounge seating and everything so i only saw who was on our row but they all seemed around our age maybe in their 20s a couple of them but yeah everybody was silent and quiet all throughout reacting to at the right parts yeah part of me just nice. like they saw it was took place in the 70s so like oh I was in porn in the 70s. We'll see if this is actually how it went. See how accurate this <laughs> I is. I don't know. <laughs> but they were in the age group from growing up in the 70s. Well, what I love too, I love that opening shot. So that opening shot of the farm, and it's it looks like you're looking at you know, 4-3 ratio, which is something like that, like the porn film back then would have been shot in. 
-hmm. And then all of a sudden, after sitting still for a little bit, the camera moves forward, revealing that it's been 16.9 widescreen the entire time, but it was inside of a barn. So and with the sides blacked out. Anyway, it, it was really cool reveal that way. I, I thought that was a really cool opening shot. I love yeah, that I didn't even think shot. about that, but yeah, like there, and I did notice like there were, I mean, it's A24. You get more cinema than you might normally get with other horror movies, I guess. Mm-hmm. But there are some really good shots in this movie, as you would probably expect from, like I said, like A24, a little bit more like of the like cinema for cinema's sake, mm-hmm. you know, which is good. I mean, I enjoyed it. Um, but yeah, there are some really cool shots. I mean, w- the one that comes to mind that I thought was very cool, very like haunting is when the, I think it was Lorraine when she was swimming in the pond and it, you just see that sky shot of her swimming across the pond back to the deck. Oh, uh, Maxine. Yeah. 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 Overall girl. Oh yeah. No, that was Maxine. Yeah. So awesome shot. Yes. Yes, absolutely. That was one of the ones that stuck out to me while I was watching. I'm like, damn, that's a good shot. You know, is anything going to happen? Is anything going to happen? I mean, that was, also, it has some interesting tension in there with an alligator. We'll mm-hmm. get into that later. But like, you know, so I'm like, oh, like I, that shot was one that I thought was really cool. I mean, like, yeah, the opening shot that you mentioned, it was very interesting. And also during the opening when they're like kind of walking through the front, because it takes place after the whole court, like it opens with the sheriff coming in after the fact of all the, all the, you know, I guess the murders that you know are going to happen in a horror movie mm-hmm. are already happening. They're talking about it. But one of the things I thought was really interesting, which I don't know if this is on purpose, this was just me, when they were walking through it, like it's a farmhouse and like you see this thing out front and I'm like, oh man, what the fuck did they do to that cow? And then they pull it over and it's like a body that's out front in front of the house. I'm like, oh shit, I didn't realize it was like a covering. Like I thought it was a dead cow cow in front of the house <laughs> and i think that might have just been me then more yeah. than clever film filming i didn't think it was a dead yeah i don't remember thinking i don't remember thinking that when i saw it i, I thought we were just looking at dead bodies everywhere we do get a glamorous shot of a dead cow later though yeah we do oh fuck i mean talk about realistic <laughs> yeah i mean that was so yeah that was the first core we actually get in the movie was a dead cow. Yeah. Yeah. But I, let's see, before, I mean, obviously we're not getting into spoilers yet, but um, honestly, it, something that was for being, you know, for being a horror movie, you know, but well, especially in the seventies, you're like, oh, are they going to go for like classic, like dumb horror people, which they didn't. And I was honestly surprised how much I enjoyed, like I enjoyed all of the characters that they yeah. had in the casting uh, there's like six main ones like as far as the film crew go and then the two elderly but six main ones and i thought they were all great we didn't yeah, need like... the, we didn't need all their like complete like way back when backstories but we spent enough time with them before stuff really started taking off to where we did they were at least likable yeah and like you don't need a lot of backstory like you, they give very little backstory for all except maybe a couple of them mm-hmm. but you know, you don't need it. Like we establish their thought process and their personalities, and then we just go from there. 
you know like i really just bobby lynn she made like her character and i think wayne like both were some of my favorites wayne's character consistently made me laugh with some of the jokes and like one-liners not really one-liners but the dialogue that he had especially with like him talking to rj the filmmaker you know the cameraman was it is great i called it his peacemaker moment where he's like this buff dude comes walking out in whitey tighties yeah <laughs> totally reminded me of peacemaker john Cena. well i <laughs> like one of my favorite things that he does is he's just like like after they start he's like people are gonna go fucking nuts for this when we get when we get this like distributed like holy shit feel my cock <laughs> he's just like I'm, you know and he just like holds rj's hand just like feel that like that make people it's gonna blow people's minds you know i also liked rj especially towards the beginning of the movie his character because he's just like yeah we're gonna shoot because he's like all he's like the film school nerd you know he's like yeah we're gonna film what do you say like film it like them french movies you know like real cinema no he totally again, again we've talked about this before um you know you had your 70s rebels with like lucas spielberg coppola he definitely felt like he was like one of those of that era yeah just he's like you know we're he's like if we're gonna make a only in porn if we're gonna make (laughs) what i said only in porn yeah exactly i'm like he's like well if i'm gonna he's just he's like well he's treating it like a gig he's like well if i'm gonna do this i'm gonna shoot it like an actual movie with different angles and stuff He's like, I'm going to be directing it, which right. I'm like, and I, and I like that approach too. It's like, I might not be proud of what I'm doing per se, but if it gets me to the next level, the next level, the next level to where I'm directing the Godfather a type film, then so be it. Got to start somewhere. I like that attitude of his. I mean, I love how they like, they introduce like they're filming at the, when they start gassing up at the, the gas station and he's filming from like the ground up. And that's when I like Bobby Lynch is like, you know, if you shot it from the top down, it looked like he was filming it. Or like filling it up with his dick. And then he's like, so looks cute. at her. He's like, hmm. and then stands up and does it. He's like, oh yeah, like that's so much better. And then I love how the seventies like porn music kicks in. Yes. Oh, like, that's another thing. The sound, the soundtrack to this movie was excellent. Not just the score, but the soundtrack was just so good. Yeah, the score, like both of them were really good. The score and the soundtrack. You're right, but like, but yeah, when Jackson, I loved it in those moments. Jackson, where they're like, like looking looks stuff back, like that, like, looking up at the sun, like, oh uh, yeah, as uh, he's filling the gas. Exactly, and then that's when that like '70s like porn music kicks in. Hilarious. Like I had a lot, like I said, especially. I think what's most interesting, and I guess I don't know if that's a spoiler to talk about. I feel bad you had to see this alone. Oh, I had a great, I can enjoy horror by myself though. Like, I still feel I didn't see this alone. I'm so glad I had Tyler with me because I, we had a blast. <laughs> well, Shiloh wanted to come, but we weren't able to make it at the same time. We might go back to the theater or we might just, although I'm like, man, if we watch this in our little like townhouse, people are just going to think that we're watching porn, <laughs> but we'll probably watch it again together. I had a blast. Either way um good date movie <laughs> interesting you're gonna learn a lot yeah you'll learn a lot about the other person watching it with them but um let me say Bobby Lynn you know was it Lorraine no it took me a while to figure out who uh Lorraine was church mouse but we just saw her in uh 
scream. scream. Yeah. It took me yep. so long to figure that out. I know. It took me a while to realize. I'm like, oh shit, that's the that's Jenner. She was in Scream Five. So, yeah, I thought she was also a great character, kind of like the like you know outsider, like the uh, fish out of water, I guess. Mm-hmm. Was her kind of? I mean, she's called Church Mouse. She's very quiet, very. But I also thought they did a lot, like what they did with her character is interesting. And again, that's that's spoilers. But um, well, I guess get before we get to the farm, I thought they did a good job just on the van ride setting up our six main characters. I think it's just the interactions between them, we got enough of just kind of, you know, figuring who they are out. I, I thought that was all plenty. That was great. The stuff outside, you know, with the filming him filling the tank, all good stuff. Yeah. Also, when the well, uh, yeah, opens with Lorraine or who is Maxine. in the opening scene? Is it Max- Maxine? Yeah, we switched. We go to Max. It goes from the uh, present day. We switched 24 hours prior with Maxine at a strip club doing. Blood. Yeah, with Maxine, like, like just doing coke, looking at herself. I'm like, oh, man, this totally reminds me of. Um, Boogie Nights. Yeah, she's like, you're a fucking star. You're right now, and I'm just like, that's all I was thinking of. I'm like, this totally the is same, like, same, <laughs> totally. <laughs> but I don't know, like, I liked her. <laughs> I like I said, I liked all the characters, I liked their interaction, the camaraderie. Like, it was, you know, I I enjoyed, I don't know, like, this this movie definitely, like, I didn't know anything going into this besides like a brief summary of that what I heard about on TikTok. I never even watched a trailer. I'm just like, sounds interesting. Yeah, sure, why not? Yeah, I watched 30 seconds, like I said, just to get the feel for the movie, but then I turned it off. I'm like, okay, that's good. I'm sold. Don't need more. Okay. So I went to this completely just pure open-minded, like, let's just sit down and Same. watch a movie. And I was like, very like, I wasn't sure what to expect. And I definitely got a lot more than I expected. That's for damn sure. But I also like, this movie subverted a lot of my expectations going in as just knowing how horror movies usually go. Um, But Overall, like I think as far like I, you can, it's one of those movies. Like, yeah, I mean, horror is not for everybody, but this movie, especially, like, it's unpleasant at times. It yeah. it's super funny at times. It's super awesome at times, and then it gets super. Sometimes it just kind of depressing because very, very uh, yeah, uncomfortable. Kind of depressing at times too, because I mean, part of the horror of this is not just the slasher killings, but in some ways, the horror of this is just growing old. Yeah. And Which also was a little bit more like, you know, obviously they're still like, you know, they're part of like the killers, but at the same time, you're like, oh man, like I was surprised at how much it actually had to say about that. Yeah. You know, and it's like more commentaries, like, yeah, you know, getting old sucks, happens to everybody. You know, part of the message was enjoy it while it lasts because things don't last forever. You know, it, I was very surprised of like the themes that it leaned into. I'm like, okay, I wasn't expecting this, you know? Again, you get a little bit more from A24, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah, at least you can expect a little bit more. I haven't watched enough of their films to really like. Yeah, I need to go back and watch a few more of their films. I haven't seen all of them, but the ones I have seen have been pretty great. Yeah, I mean, I would like Green Knight was one on my cleanup list of things I wanted to see last year, but didn't get around to. Same, same. Green Knight and uh, Lamb, or well, maybe Lamb, but Green Knight, Val, and uh, did they do Come On, Come On? I don't know. I don't know. I want to uncut gems. Again. Yeah, which again was gems. very, very surprising about like what it had to say about like you know getting old. Well, shall we go into spoilers here? 
that way it's yeah let's go to some spoilers here if you haven't seen it yet pause right here go see the movie we both are recommending it it sounds like and then come back and finish but spoilers in three two one spoilers okay we are in spoiler territory and yes i looked it up i a24 did do come on come on come on come on okay so daniel did you ever do it in a barn (laughs) no 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 i did not but you know what i would you i didn't say did you (laughs) oh yeah sure why not same here why not i would check it for nails first though <laughs> yeah yeah the marv moment there yeah but one of the okay and you know i guess we could have talked about this <laughs> before spoilers end up but before we get into like nitty-gritty one thing that i did think was funny is like you know they are shooting a smut film as they say in the movie and i do like how we actually see like behind the lens like it filtered like with the music playing even though obviously that's they haven't even edited the movie but appreciate for cinema experience like that they add in the sound effects that would be in a classic like 70s yes yes film but i do appreciate that they're just like all the horrible hammy dialogue you know like what was it they were filming the 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 film that they had was called the farmer's daughters yeah daughters two and then three but i love just like right now he went back for a while why don't you come on in like would you like to come inside yeah. <laughs> you know i'm just like inside. and that's some of like that made me laugh the most which is like the funny dialogue if you like you know it's just it's just fun it's they really make i think i mean besides the way later sex scene in the movie they make it more like they they undercut it like in case like me like it's just it's fun to watch i guess <laughs> I don't know how to describe it. They made it f- a lot of fun. And like, instead of just like, look, it's boobs. It's like, hey, like they, they did a lot for the characterization. Oh, but the, the cheese dialogue was hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> Intentional too, though, but hilarious. Yeah. Uh, I was trying to say. But yeah, so now we can kind of get in the nitty gritty because essentially the whole, you know, we follow these characters and, you know, something because like, I wasn't sure if this was a spoiler, but you know, one thing that I was very surprised about and how it subverted my expectations was it kind of like pulled like a once upon a time in Hollywood where like, I'm like, okay, this is a horror movie. I'm watching a horror movie, but for two thirds of the movie, we're just watching these characters, you know, for the most part, just doing what they came to do. They're talking amongst themselves or filming their movie, you know, interacting with the farmer and his wife a little bit um, through like act one and act two. Not a whole lot though. They're just like key scenes that like kind of build a bit of tension. Which they do a good job building that tension. I mean, just the lemonade scene built tension. Yeah. But I wasn't like, I thought I'm like, okay, so like, you know, like, you know, like in Scream, like, you know, there's murders throughout, you know, like in a normal like slasher, the whole plot is the murders throughout, you know, but it, it very much subverted my expectation because I heard it was like somewhat of a slasher. Uh, but to have like essentially more just characterization for act, through act one and act two, and then 
not getting the actual like murder slasher elements until act three i was very surprised that it took i was like okay when's this gonna happen like we gotta because i was like sitting there i'm like someone's gotta die like we gotta be like 45 almost an hour into this movie i'm like when's it gonna happen i'm like obviously like technically in act one we get like a little preview before it goes back like 24 hours earlier you know but the actual horror elements besides i mean i guess the murder horror elements you know don't come in till the third act which i was surprised that they kept it off for that long mm-hmm. i guess because with a with the i'm trying to say with a plot laid out is so i'm like okay well you know like horror movie rules you know like oh if you have sex you're dead you know all that's so i'm like technically subverts that expectation but you know like i'm thinking like okay well how much of this is actually gonna rely on plot you know instead of just the murders but they rely on plot and like building up the tension like it's a very slow burn to what you would i would normally expect a movie like this to be which i was not disappointed with still less than two hours long so even a slow burn still felt good but i was just i was very surprised that they kept most of the horror elements until the very last act mm-hmm. where everything started yeah because i guess we kind of got introduced to our characters and we arrive at the farm in the first act second act is that filming their video and things like that happening in intense moments but nothing no killings quite yet is all in the second act and then third act they go hog wild with all the killing yeah but yeah oh, it's, thought it was great though but, which yeah, i was like keeping track I, I, of it I'm i like, mean i loved everything from the even the first scene when uh when wayne goes up to the house the great deal man like hey we're here and he's got the gun like the fuck you doing on my property like hey whoa whoa you know we talked a couple days ago just, i mean just stuff like that yeah like from the county you know i can shoot you he's like whoa no hang on no you no, know yeah like that on, was great. They're just like oh fuck what do we do what do we do but you know then that talks down then it kind of just like cuts the tension like it you're right there is tension throughout which again like the lemonade scene was probably one of the better ones for sure mm-hmm. I mean, even uh, when Maxine went for a swim and you see the old lady in the background, you're like, mm-hmm. oh, that's kind of odd. Well, that's kinda, is she going to do something? But then she just goes for a swim and that everything's fine. And of course, well, she goes intent. for a swim and then you see an alligator following her. Which was awesome. Which I remember I was just like, okay. like, And that's when you get like that, that big overhead shot of her swimming through the lake. And I'm just like looking at him like, okay, in my head, I'm like, she's swimming, she's close and she's swimming fast enough. She swings slowly, but it seems like she's swimming fast enough to get up on the deck right before the alligator would get her, you know? But I'm just like, damn, like you still feel that pressure build. I'm like, I don't think this is going to happen because it feels a little too early in the movie for this to happen. But like, that was my idea. Like, this feels a little early, but at the same time, I'm like, you never know. Somebody's going to be dying by this alligator. Somebody. Which when it finally happened i was like fuck yeah what Good i loved about that, what i loved about that too is she's in you're like oh she's definitely getting by that guy there was no intention built up to her getting eaten it was just like boom instant and i was like oh hell yeah oh shit right. I, yeah no that was probably one of my favorite kills and you just see it thrashing there around alligators like they grab and then they spin and you see her just spinning in the water so nuts so so nuts 
Yeah, I wasn't really sure who was going to die in what sequence or anything like that. If there's going to be, I I'll be honest, I thought it was this is going to be one of those things where everybody is dead at the end. All six of our main characters, the two old people, I thought everybody was going to be dead at the end. Nobody gets out of this alive, kind of thing. So I was actually surprised when one person lived. Spoiler, which we're in. <laughs> yeah, uh, and honestly, the final girl, classic horror movie trope, was not the person who I thought it was going to be. I thought it was going to be. Well, I thought church mouse, maybe. I thought, yeah, I thought it was church mouse. I thought she was going to be the final girl, and then to have her like freak out the i mean she gets her hand smashed which was fucking ugh. well so i had to talk with tyler after this because we're, we're both at first you're thinking why didn't she just chop closer to the uh locks because you saw her struggle and i think that was intentional by the filmmakers to where you're in full panic mode your adrenaline's going through the roof you're just trying to chop through something so you chop through you realize her hands you know reaching she realizes okay i can't quite reach the locks so you think, all right, she's going to pull her hand through and chop more closer to the locks. Well, then, but I think, and I think, I think that was intentional because we're supposed to be thinking all that because all of a sudden, boom, her hands are just smashed. Yeah, just bl- bust up her fingers, like whole I, hand just fucked. So, yeah, I don't think that, I think that was all intentional to get us to get our minds somewhere else so we don't see the hand smashing coming. Yeah. To that, I also thought they were definitely doing like a little bit of a nod to The Shining when they did that. Yeah, definitely. Uh, but to have that in, man, I thought, like I said, I thought Church Mouse was supposed to be the final girl. And then like towards the end when, who is it, Maxine comes in and gets her. Mm-hmm. And then she's just screaming, she's like, shut the fuck up. Like, you need to shut the fuck up or we're both dead. And then she's like, no, fuck yourself. I fucking hate all of you. Runs right out the door, then just boom. She didn't see that. I didn't see that coming at all. No, it was like, holy shit. That was so abrupt. Just like, boom, done. <laughs> you know? That might have been my favorite kill, actually, honestly. Yeah. I don't I, know. I think the alligator kill was still like pretty. The alligator good. kill was pretty sweet. Oh, gosh. I think that one still might have been my favorite only because it was so, so, uh, abrupt, abrupt. Yeah. Like it was just like, you're just like getting caught up in the tension where she's just screaming that runs and boom. And then and then they drag her back inside and then you can see half of her face is just blown off, which led to my next favorite death. Let's be honest. <laughs> when they drug her back inside and she, her, body or whatever makes a little bit of a noise like she's not fully dead yet and scares harold and or howard scares howard and he just and he dies from a heart attack i was like oh yes yes yeah (laughs) well because let's be honest we thought he might be dying because you know he's been his wife's been wanting to get with him for a while and he's like nah my bad heart like if we fuck i'm gonna die yeah eventually they end up fucking which yeah you want to talk about most horrific film part of the whole film two old people like 90 year olds fucking well it's also the part that like you know like if you're doing that at 90 good for you first and foremost well yeah but they also go out of their way to make these the most ugliest people like you can ever see which just kind of adds a little bit of body horror into it god but yeah like that was 
I know that was like the part that I'm like, yeah, like, but again, they do, like I said, they do a good job. Of like that was, that was the part that's most, I think everybody watching would be the most uncomfortable with, I would assume. I, I was, that, I'm I would like, assume so. Especially like how much we're like doing a nice overhead shot. Well, at least. If, and it, well, that was the most uncomfortable. Pearl getting in bed with Maxine, wrapping her arms around her. I just blood. had no idea what was going to happen in that scene either. I mean, could you imagine waking up to that? You look no. over and... <sighs> and especially like the... I love the facial expressions where it's like she just woke up and it's like, you know, coming back to consciousness and it's a slow like, wait, what? Like blanket? It's just like a slow realization. You're like, what the fuck? You know? And... But yeah, I know. Like, you think her husband's going to die while they're having sex or, like, abruptly after they have sex. Because, you know, and that's part of, like, the commentary. That's like, so yeah. great, though. He, he survives sex because they were leading up to, like, I can't, if my heart gets going too good, I could just have a heart attack and die, so we shouldn't have sex. So, you know, they have sex. He's fine. But, yeah, for him to, like, get scared and then have a heart attack was just brilliant, I thought. Yeah. And I honestly, like I said, and that leads into, like, yeah, like, that was pretty uncomfortable scene but to have like the you know they talk about it i think it was i guess before they have sex because you know and like you said like part of the horror of the movie is leading to like getting old to an aspect because they definitely touch on the fact that like there's all these young virile like 20 something year olds you know just having sex all over our property and literally like this this woman yeah being young living long young having sex yeah yeah she she longs for those you can tell pearl just longs for those days yeah my husband used to want to rock my world and it just hasn't been the case in a while yeah you know so it kind of just like leads from like oh damn like it's kind of like leads into a heartbreak she's like i want to and he's like and at first you kind of think he doesn't want to like but he's just like no i love you you're my you're my light i just can't anymore like my body can't handle it. And it's just like, damn, I wasn't expecting that, that level of commentary and heartfeltness. And then, yeah, you're right to have him die. of Which I got to thinking like, I'd rather, I'd rather risk dying from sex with my wife than just living old and doing nothing. True. <laughs> might as well. But you're right. Might as well. Worst <laughs> way. Oh, like you either you, you want to talk you... awkward uh, scene though is Pearl and RJ. Which I know, I know we're kind of bouncing all over the place, but in the, with the plot, but like, so like RJ is dating Church Mouse. She decides, I want to be a part of this movie. Like, I want a scene. She films a scene with uh, Jackson, and RJ just can't handle it, which, yeah, he can blame him. But yeah, he can't handle it. So he's just finally, fuck this. I'm out of here. He gets in the van to leave during the night, and Pearl's standing there, gets out, like, you all right, man? What's going on? And then, yeah, it just escalates from there. Yeah, which oh, right before that, because that's one of my favorite scenes when they're actually having that conversation while they're all just like sitting down, um, you know, talking in their circle, talking about because you know they're talking about like, well, why do you do? Do you get jealous? You're like, no, it's just business. As long as the camera's on, you know. But I also like how RJ goes like, yeah, why, why be such a prude? Like, don't worry about it. Like, it's just a movie that we're making, you know. And I do like how they point that out. Like RJ's like oh yeah they're fine it's just a movie then he's he's like well i want to be in it and he's like well i don't know absolutely you know i'm like yeah takes a special kind of person like you have to have a certain amount of understanding sure 
but I do like how they like point out, he's just like, yeah, it's just fine. They essentially like, he's like, yeah, what? don't be such a prude. Then when, as soon as she's like, wants to be in, he's like, well, hang on. We were talking about them, not you, <laughs> you know? And then like right after that, he just, what, he's crying in the shower and then he gets stabbed. I mean, yeah. a little bit after that. But I mean, that, but that intense scene though, like Pearl trying to kiss him and everything like that. And like wanting him to touch her. Is... I know again uncomfortable and also you're just like but i'm like okay finally like after this month this is definitely going to be the first kill right oh it was and then to have just i love how she like and he's trying like he's trying to get the fuck out of there he's decided like well my girlfriend wanted to be in the into the movie and i don't want that so now i'm just gonna fuck them all and, like i'm just gonna leave them there you know and then she's like blocks his way out gets out of the car then she just stabs him i love how the headlights slowly get more blood on them and the the lighting just turns to red love that that was really cool so cool the only weird thing i had with that situation was you think you'd be like fuck you guys and grab all his equipment and take it with him you would think i know it comes full circle at the very very end but you would still think he would have grabbed all his equipment and be like fuck you guys i'm out taking my stuff with me Said he just leaves because if you're gonna go as far as stealing the van, take your equipment with you. Yeah, never happened. No, but I guess they they use that for the plot. I'm like, also they could have found the camera in the van, but I don't. I think they mentioned that they found it like inside the cabin, so he didn't take the camera with him. Well, that's a great point though. Is he could have taken with him? He dies anyway, so the camera would have been in the van, and they would have the cops would have found it eventually. That's a great point. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, but it's a little weird. But yeah, he was the first kill. Maybe he wasn't actually. I was curious how they were going to kill off Wayne because, you know, he's a big, strong dude, you know, buff dude. I was like, how are they going to kill this off? Especially with an old lady as a killer. Oh, they figure out a way. And you're like, okay. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's one of the things I'm talking about. I'm like, you know, and that's one of the things I'm like, yeah, these people are like old and decrepit. Like they're not very mobile, they move very slowly when they're walking around. You know, so I'm like, yeah, I mean, like, even if you just ran away, like, I mean, yeah, they had a truck, they could do something like, yeah, but if you get off, like, rugged enough terrain, if they have to get out of their car, you're fine. Yeah. You know, so I was kind of curious, like, how they go about, they really just go about it, like, you know, the only way you can is, like, they kind of, like, sneak up on you every time, because there's no other way if you, like, knowingly like we're going up against them in like a pre- in more preparedness i guess then you should be able to take down a couple of people mm-hmm. you know but to have like wayne like yeah get step on the nail which also like yeah don't walk through a barn when you're barefoot don't do it but yeah he just goes straight through he maims himself and then he sees something and he's like oh well i'll just crawl over to this hole and you know peer through and see what's going on and then boom stabbed yeah. through the eyes with a pitchfork yeah. the only problem i guess i had with his death is it, it's the only one i think of the six that really really had to go according to plan but other than that damn because yeah how else, i was thinking how else is this old lady gonna take out take up take on someone like that but it, it worked <laughs> it worked yeah just pitchfork right in the eyes like shit god that shot of his body laying there his eyeball hang sitting over his eyeball just hanging next to his body so crazy so gross i like how she just casually like walks up 
and before she starts uh you know covering him up with hay she just does one more stab through the chest and then starts covering him up and yeah. just to make sure just to make sure and jackson's death so i totally thought when he saw the flashlight in the swamp i thought the gator was going to get him same totally thought he was going to get eaten by the gator and then he survives that moment and like okay all right no gator all right and then boom shot yeah which also that's the reveal that they're both in on it they're both yes because at that point you're like is this old lady just like going crazy you know but then you get that he's like once a marine always a marine because he uses a bit of mixed direction to sneak up on him and just catch him off guard and boom shotgun straight to the chest and i'm just like that was just like okay all right so now we got two people to worry about not just the one mm-hmm. yeah because i went i see it in order it went rj wayne jackson and then i guess next we get to uh bobby the blonde which ate, eaten by the gator and then which, I, get, I love that how she's just like i'm trying to was like fuck you bitch just boom falls in the water she's like hey what the fuck and you think she's about to get up back on the dock and then just immediately gator grabs her dead again you're thinking like all right this is gonna be like some intense drawn out moment nope just instant got her yep gator bites her head i mean you knew they were gonna bring it back oh totally and then i uh, i still think church mass is dead yeah she's she gets out of the cell the lower area and just running out the door and boom shotgun dead just was great i thought yeah so great i mean yeah church mouse dies and then old man dies howard heart attack hallway and then for the final moments between uh maxine and what's pearl 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 yeah which her when she picked up the shotgun i was getting ready to shoot her and just goes flying back i was like oh fuck which i also love how cleverly they undercut like and throughout this movie you get like glimpses of like this televangelist on the tv you know and i love like they under like they they add to that moment because the tv's playing and then you shotgun goes off right above her head misses but sends the old lady flying you know out the front door and then you just hear the preacher say like an act of divine intervention you know and i'm like <laughs> that made me laugh I'm like damn that was that, that was pretty good. good that was really good and i just fucking love that she walks out and she's like i broke my hip like help like, help me like, i know help me. me it's like uh go fuck yourself seriously i'm like i would just kick that shotgun away i'm just like no fuck you but i love that final kill it's just her saying like, I thought she was just going to leave her there to like bleed out and die. But I'm like, I don't know. She's got a broken hip. Is she really going to die? And then she gets it. Or I lo- oh no, she's like, where's the fucking, you're like, where are the keys to the truck? She's like, in there. Grabs them, comes back out, drives away. She's like, fucking whore. The j- throws it in reverse. Boom. <laughs> Takes the head clean off. And then if that was a good enough, runs over it again. And, it's, and then oh, just like God. kicks part of the skull, skull off of the smashed. head. Oh yes. fuck, that was awesome. I don't know. That might have been, maybe that was my favorite There's so many good kills in this. It thing. was just so satisfying, especially after all she did. She's like, help me. She's like, go fuck yourself. <laughs> and I just love how she just 
drives off, covered, just in overalls, still drenched in blood. Sun's starting to rise, barely. I like how she just does a bump of coke. She's like, I gotta stay awake. Yeah. Like, I need to stay awake so I can get as far away as this whole, as I fucking can from this entire thing. So then we cut back to the police officers looking around at the property and talk about you famous last words you get the one police officer come over with the camera he's like what do you suppose is on this and the sheriff guy looks around like i don't know but by the looks of it i'd say some fucked up horror film (laughs) yeah and then cut to credits you see that like red background like it definitely felt like a grindhouse movie it did it really did you know it did i don't think it felt like a grindhouse maybe that's supposed to be kind of homages to grindhouse era films Oh, I think so. Like some of the kills were very grindhousey, you know. But I want to see this again, Daniel. I really want to see this again. This is great. I was surprised at how much like this movie was legit good and also just like fun, but definitely like yeah, it had everything. It had it, laughs. It really it did. had humor. It and had I want, good I want to kills. take some. I want to take someone else with me that's never seen it before. I just want to watch. It this is one of those movies you're like you've never seen it. I get. I got to sit down and watch it with you. Exactly yeah so good so so good I'm trying to think of anything else I don't know. I, I think we... oh and i do like the reveal at the end that uh maxine is the like televangelist daughter yeah that says like oh satan grabbed her like get a picture of this and it shows like a portrait of her it's like she was seized by devils and you know she ran off <laughs> you know and i'm like uh that was just like i said i liked how they like emphasize different parts of the movie with different things from like the televangelist which mm-hmm. i thought was cool oh and apparently i missed this apparently there was an end credit scene really yeah so Fuck, i missed I, that too we left we watched a few of the credits and then we left i went to the bathroom i came out and some guys talking to tyler and yeah i guess there was a whole end credit scene i guess I ha- it was pearl back under like pearl like 20 30 40 years prior or something like that which by the way i don't know if we talked about this at all mia goth plays both maxine and pearl yeah i didn't realize that until i'm like wait pearl i thought that was the old lady because i was looking for like the actor for the older woman but yeah damn which she did a good job i said i thought pearl was someone like maybe somebody in her late 60s makeup up to look 90 no, it was uh, Mia Goth herself. So like, I know, shit. when I saw the guy who played Howard, I'm like, damn, he's a lot more handsome than he is. Apparently he was in all of the Lord of the Rings movies. Yeah, they really uglify him in this movie. But yeah, the makeup job was incredible. Yeah. Damn, that is really interesting. That is cool. But yeah, apparently there's a post-credit scene that we missed. So I guess, maybe I guess I have to go see this again. <laughs> Yeah. Hopefully I'll be able to look that up sooner. Yeah, it wouldn't have been the kind of movie I would have thought would have had a post-credit scene, but apparently I would. Yeah, I'm just like, uh, I know, I just got up, like, horror movie, like, there's no end credit scene, like, it's an A24, like, it's not a Marvel movie, it's not a superhero movie, so I'm like, why would they have an end credit scene? But, okay, interesting, didn't know. Awesome. Yeah, that caught me off guard. Anyway. Well, yeah, let's wrap it up here. I think grading this out, I think I, I get this a solid A. Like this was just great entertainment. I don't I know give what quite it a triple X. I don't know what. Yeah, I don't know what quite would make it an A plus, but I give it a solid A for sure. Like this was just 
so much fun. I, I just had a blast, like I said, watching this. I mean, I was just sitting in the theater, just, oh, oh, ooh, oh, man. Yeah. I mean, it runs the gamut. It gives you everything. Yeah. And I don't know. Sex, I like it. Old people having sex gives you everything. Yeah. It <laughs> does not discriminate. Oh. <laughs> um, no, I, good. I'm, I mean, I'd say I'll probably give it a solid A too. Like, I enjoyed it. I had a great time watching it. Like it was a great movie. Very like the kills were good. The plot was surprisingly like good. There was surprisingly like a good amount of messaging, Mm -hmm. you know, like, like it was got a little bit more in depth than I would have expected for, especially the, like you said, for the, uh, the story it was bringing, but I, I really enjoyed it. I am excited to watch it. I don't know if I will, I will probably still try and see it. I don't know if I'll try and see it again before it leaves theaters. Cause I'm like, well, I got to see Batman again first, but True. Uh, if I do get a chance, like if Shiloh has some time that we can go see it, I think we'll, we would probably see it in theaters. Definitely. Definitely. Cool. Well, that is two recommends here for X. Go check it out. Woo woo. woo. Next woo. week's the lost city. Oh yes. Can't wait for that. Uh, I know that should be a good Isn't amount it? of fun. I hope so. I'm be so pissed if it sucks. Oh, like I'm gonna be so mad, like legit mad if it sucks. I think I'm gonna like it. Sean and I are gonna see it together. We're. It looks like at worst it's gonna be fun. At best it's gonna be great. But we'll see. Let's hope. Let's hope. I'm excited for it. All right, everybody. Well, that concludes today's episode of Movies and Brews. That is our. Review for X. Daniel, where can they find us? You can find us online on movies underscore booze on Instagram and Twitter. Thanks everybody for downloading the show. If you like it, share it with others, and we will talk to you next time. Cheers. Cheers. Cheers.